0: What are you bringing to the table? Uh, yeah. I'm t- what? <laughs> okay. yeah. um. All right. Welcome to What Are You Bringing to the Table? This is your girl, Sylvia. She, her, and hers. This is Tori. She, her, and hers. And we're back at the table with some stories. <laughs> yes. Episode number 30. You would think that uh, we would have no problem, or that we would have problems kind of, you know, uncovering different stories never because Since the th- stories never in and they are crazy as all get ups <laughs> <Remember laughs> our last story of the oh that one took out most of the episode and then you found out that somebody else and was then, covering okay now i'm not gonna hate on my favorite murder i'm just saying i love them but they did our story before we i was able to post Actually, they were probably recording at the same time we were because probably they they their episode comes out on Thursday. Yeah. And I think they record on Monday. Oh. and we record on Tuesday and our episode comes out because that on Friday. had just come out. Yeah. Like no, and that's what they racist. said on, on the on the show. They were like, yeah. This is breaking news. This yes. is like n- right now. And so, hey, great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah. But there was no murder. But well, there, there was they do not that murder. Now. They do that now. You know? They do weird stories now. They're not only on the murders anymore. They've, they've expanded their platform a little I bit. I think they heard, what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> they got a spy in our computers. In Ginger! Our computer. Ginger! Find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, you know, hey, listen to us. Listen to them. They had the same info. Exact same info. The only thing that they added was that the adopted parents, parents had gotten divorced yes. after they, had they moved dumped to the Canada. chick off. Yeah. Yeah. And I say dump the chick. They dumped. There's I more evidence. Already, but oh. they talked about not knowing, nobody knows where she's at. Yeah. So that's new too. Like, no, nobody. So maybe her and Giselle are together. Giselle. Because here's the deal. If she, okay, so they arrested the, her for them for abandoning this child. Yes. And they were saying that at the time she was a child and that it, in essence she would still be a child. Right. Because they were saying she was nine at the time. That yeah. was 2016. No, when they 12. dumped her off, she was like 2000, it was 2000 something. She's been two thousand twelve. She's been on her own for three years. Okay. Before. So if she was nine when they dumped her and she's been on her own for three years, that's only nine, 10, 11, 12. Well, so theoretically right now today, she would still be a teenager. Right. Well, probably not 18 yet. No, but I think the so. S- somebody the s- would have had to take custody of her. The state <laughs> would have had to take custody of her. If she was still under eighteen, right? Well, the story was that the little girl was claiming she was nine today, right? No, that's what. Yeah, yeah but she had been and dumped that's off why three they charged ago. her, charged these parents yeah. with abandonment, right? Right. So if they're charging that her them with abandonment. Of then a nine-year-old, someone, right? should be having custody of this of course. alleged nine-year-old but girl. But this nine-year-old girl up but and packs up her stuff. Where is she? Exactly. Takes off. What kind of nine-year-old does that? She went... I mean, at nine... That's what I'm saying. Doing the little penguin move from Batman. Waddling all the way down to the bus stop. I don't think she's Ukrainian. I don't think she's... Nine, I think she's an adult. I think this was a scam she pulled. Yeah, I think she tried to do it again with the with, with the somebody else that was going to come in and take guardianship yeah. when uh, Miss Barnett, you know, stepped I in and said, "You don't want to do this, right?" And now she's probably skipped town again, and she's probably on because oh, they did talk about how um because she had been kicked out of the apartment. Yeah, they put her up for the first one, and then they put up in another apartment. Right, and Barnett, the mom had said she had stopped taking her meds, and mm-hmm. she was concerned about her. But she couldn't do anything at that point, she, yeah, because she was eighteen, right? Exactly. She was so an adult when she, um, yeah, when they when they dropped her off and was released from the hospital, she had made progress, yeah, because she admitted to the yeah. hospital staff, yeah, I'm an adult and. Mm-hmm. You know, I was and she was him and, living her yeah, life for exactly, three years exactly as so an adult. The theory is that she ran out of money or she ran into more problems. She stopped taking her meds. She didn't let her start, you know, con trying to con people again. So yeah. um she wanted a family. So that episode was extensive. We're still going to be looking out for updates. I keep Googling it every other day or so, just kind of checking in, see if anything else comes up. And I have not seen anything new at this point. Well, her and Giselle Maxwell are together (laughs) (laughs) somewhere, you know? I think they're working together on this you know, Epstein, I think she was part of, she was a carrot. She was, uh, she was the troll that went around and got other girls. Hey, maybe that's, maybe that's the well, key. Well, didn't they say that she got along better with teenage girls? She that's did. What she noticed when they. She did, you know, and then maybe Giselle was, you know, uh, conning, uh, Epstein. Hey, here's it's a nine connected. year old. It's here's a nine year old for you. <laughs> all all right. right. So episode number 30 um let's get started with some what what is your what's update what's up right. what do you got all right so <laughs> i actually have one that for, from the story that you brought about the lady that uh, got sat on by a 600 pound yes. camel at a yes. truck stop yes so the what's update is truck stop camel prescribed antibiotics after woman bites it. Oh, What? A veterinarian has prescribed antibiotics to a camel owned by a Louisiana truck stop petting zoo after a woman bit the 600 pound animal to free herself from under its weight. Yep. So it says uh, the sheriff's office documents obtained by the, oh, I'm sorry, this is AP News source. Uh, so obtained by the advocate on Monday accuses Florida couple Gloria and Edmund Lancaster of throwing treats for their unleashed dog into Casper the camel's enclosure at Tiger Truck Stop. The couple told deputies the camel attacked the dog, but the sheriff's office said the couple had provoked the animal before it sat on Gloria. (laughs) She crawled under barbed wire to retrieve her pet. Gloria told officers she had to bite the camel to free herself. The truck stop manager Pamela said the veterinarian prescribed Casper antibiotics as a precaution. Can you believe it? So so she gave the the camel some infection I mean the infection. human mouth Yeah is dirtier than a dog's mouth. Oh, smell. my God. Yeah. Well, I hope the camel's okay. I hope the camel's okay, too. Yeah. I mean, the camel should have put all 600 pounds on her, you know? <laughs> She's lucky she came out of that yeah. unscathed. What are you doing being a dick, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. What why you would, you, why, why would you Why would you put your dog in jeopardy? Yeah, why, why would you tease the camel like that? I don't know. I don't. You're an know. Asshole? Can you imagine? Yeah, because you don't want your dog. Yeah. And you don't want your dog? Take it to the pet, to the, yeah. you know, humane society. Leave it there. They'll, it's a petting zoo. Say, hey, <laughs> you want our dog too? Right. The exactly. Petting zoo? Come on. Something. But anyway. All right. All right. What's your. I got uh, another one. But, all right. Get, get, all get it. All right. Let me get, get it. Get it. Okay. So the next one is you had done this um, earlier, one, in one of our earlier episodes about the uh, Hawaii police officer that forced the homeless man to lick the urinal and boots or something like that. So the ex... Like a urinal. Yeah. Yeah. So the ex-Honolulu police officer, and he's ex because they fired him, pleaded guilty to failing to report that cop John Robago forced a homeless man to lick a public urinal. Robo... I don't know how to say his name. Robago... has pleaded not guilty and intends to go to trial next March. Ramones mm. and Rebago were arrested in April on federal charges of depriving Sam Engle of his civil rights. Ingle 37, is homeless and struggling with drug addiction. Accused Rebago and Ramones of forcing him to lick a urinal in January 2018. Ramones said in court, Rebago persuaded him not to tell authorities. What happened and to delete their text messages about Ooh. it. So, do you think Robago's got a chance in hell of winning? He is? Well, his, I mean, he is a cop. And so, yeah, I do think but, he has a but chance. But you got the help. other cops saying, hey, this dude. <laughs> that would be know, the only. Re- yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, yeah. cautiously optimistic. Yeah. And so, now what's going to happen? The homeless man's going to sue. He's going to win thousands of dollars. Maybe might maybe as not. well just give it to the dealer. They He's might. They might just settle with him before he even gets to sue. You uh know? yeah. Like the city might just be like, here, there's you know whatever. Right. Take this. Um, hopefully he has. But maybe his that life. might be a way to help him get his life turned around. He could get well, into some treatment. Hopefully he could get some housing. Housing first. We know if you have housing first, hopefully. you're more likely to get clean and stay clean. So. Hopefully. Maybe that'll be the turnout. he needs. His opportunity. You know, shoot. Yeah, we can he only pray. He it. You don't need to treat someone like that. Uh, yeah, that, just because that was they're, that was addicted sick. and that was a sense just, of control oh, and wanting yeah. to humiliate someone. Exactly. So complete yeah, complete humility and ugh. yeah, yeah, humiliation. You said humility. Is that it? Oh, did I say humility? Humiliation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. humility. Yeah, that's no. it. That's yeah. all the what's that's all up you get. All right. All I got. I have got three What's Up dates. Ooh, those are cool shoes. Um, <laughs> Man, these, these allegor- algorithms know me, man. They give me shoe ads. <laughs> they give me t-shirt ads. They know me.
1: I know. Um, Mine
0: gives me craft items. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. Uh, so do you remember several episodes, one of the first episodes of the eight-year-old Mexican girl, who had created a solar water heater. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she won a nuclear science prize for inventing that water heater. Wow. She was Um, from Mexico, right? She was from Mexico. The solar power water heater has the potential to help millions around the world. She invented it just for herself and her family because she likes to take warm showers. Who doesn't? (laughs) You know? Um, And so it doesn't say like... If there was any like prize money or um, any kind of like scholarship or whatever, but it's yeah. the was awarded UNAM's Institute of Nuclear Pro- Science Prize for creating a device totally solar powered, which can heat water. Um, so I think that's the Universal University Nacional something of Mexico. I can't mm-hmm. remember the um, acronyms, uh, the A and the acronym. Um, the device was recycled and uses recycled and recyclable materials. Wow. Um, it, uh, might seem a tad unnecessary for first world countries. Um, but in her community, the only source of hot water is cutting up logs that would only re release fumes into the environment that would also lead to deforestation. So she also, I think I remember her saying like she wanted to protect the environment. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So wow. very cool. Um, she's been using it on in her house and provides well, hot water for her home. Um, <laughs> okay, like so. Okay, so we were talking. <laughs> she's eight, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier before we went on about that supposed nine-year-old <laughs> chick, and I'm thinking this eight-year-old. Is thinking way outside the box. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What eight year old is like, I, hey, i wanna like, create something. I mean I mean this has gotta think about be the like super intelligent. Of an eight-year-old to be almost like, like genius level. I know, right? To so, put things together. That's what I'm saying. I hope they gave her some like you and know And she's living in a village, like a a, some a remote in the yes. little It doesn't say what part of Mexico So she ain't living like in Mexico City. No, she's she ain't not, living like She's, just, she's living in a remote she's area. She's living in a village. They didn't got a lot of money. Um, where you got to chop the wood yep, to heat up the water. Yep, and yep. this chick put whatever resources there. Recycled goods. Put together something. And together, put something, it together and said, something. Look at me. I'm going to make a solar powered water heater for my yeah. family. Yeah. What? You know that costs practically pennies. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Amazing. Yeah. That's... I mean, you know, innovation. Yeah, she should be winning some cash. And the, somebody should pluck her out of there, her and her family. Yep, and do the IQ test. Well, and she should, she her and her and Greta need to get together with all the other kids that are trying to freaking save our planet right now. Right, I'm like, hey, yeah. go to it. Yeah, like, ugh, wow. So that's awesome. Um, we'll go with the um. Actually, these are all pretty good positive outcome stories to update. So oh. next, um, I don't remember if we actually talked about this story or not as a story. Let me see. The um, female police officer that killed the man in his uh, own apartment. I thought we talked apartment. about it last week. Oh, no. We, didn't we just? No, I don't know. Well, I think we talked about I don't about know it. if we talked about it or we referenced this one in one of the many police or shooting was, could of have black been just people. our basic conversations. Right. I can't, you know, we're going to bring it to the table yeah. as an update because it's not very often that we hear that a police officer who shot and killed a black person is actually convicted. So Amber Geyer convicted of murder in wrong Ooh. apartment, killing of innocent man. So whether we did it or not, just to recap this lady who was a police officer in Dallas um, had come home and And after her shift and entered the um, Botham Jeans apartment, thinking it was hers, right? quote unquote, thinking it was hers, that she had gotten off on the wrong floor and she allegedly put her key in the door, but his door was not completely shut. So when she pushed it, it opened the door and she said the apartment was dark. She saw someone heard somebody walking and just like assumed that it was an intruder pulled her gun and shot him yeah killed him he was sitting there eating ice cream right in his apartment right um so yeah unanimously fa- found the uh, amber geyer guilty of murder as charged in the indictment and this was her story this was you know her what I'm story sorry? yeah that's the thing is we, it, would, we don't know what his side is we don't he's know dead. whether she's jiggling right? trying to get her exactly. and then he opens up the door right you know we yeah. don't know um, this is just her story and I'm not sure I thought with this case, I thought I had heard at some point they had gone out on a date. But I don't know. I don't know. I think that was something. false. You think that oh that yeah. was part of this? Yeah, okay. that was yeah. just, you know, people trying to get stuff out in the media okay. quickly. Um, so yeah, so he she she's found guilty. Yeah. And now the question will be how, how much, much time. time she actually gets. Right. Um, right. I think it said from 5 to 99 years or something like I that. I doubt they'll so, give her 99 no, years. No. You know, um, she, she made some big mistakes. Here's the problem that I had with this. Oh, this story. Oh, the last story came from, sorry, I did not do my source. The Mexican, eight-year-old Mexican girl story came from the themindunleashed.com. Um, this story of Amber Geyer, I took from the ABC news website and as re- I'm reading the story, here's the thing that I, this is the thing that irritates me about this story. Uh-huh. So down towards the bottom, they're uh-huh. talking about Jean, right? Uh-huh. Bo, by all accounts, Jean was an upstanding citizen who directed his choir at his church and was accountant for the international auditing firm Pricewaterhouse by all accounts, like right. just the wording, right? We yeah. talk about this, why wording matters, Right. right? How about just take, by all accounts, out of that sentence right. and say, "G was an upstanding a- citizen who yeah. directed the choir at his church and was an accountant for the international auditing firm right. PricewaterhouseCoopers. Yeah. Why would you put that? Because he's a black man. Yeah. So just there's in case always a suspicion that the black man s- is something... He can't be that successful. There's got to right. be yeah. something oh, in the closet. Yeah. So by all accounts. no yeah. Fucking- yeah. Yeah. When I read that, I was like... Well, the other thing was the um, in the in one of the stories. I don't know if it was in this story, but they were talking about how when they found her guilty, the sheriff—it was a female sheriff deputy—was um, like fixing her hair as oh, the lady's wait. crying, like compass- soothing her. But yes, providing oh, compassion towards that lady. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know if you're supposed to be putting hands on an inmate. Why, yeah. Why as are a, you comforting? A, isn't that considered possibly Brilliant. me too-y? Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't put hands on somebody like that to soothe anybody. Yep. I don't care. Not in public, not, you know, maybe right. the person like is crying and right. you're showing some sympathy, mm-hmm. you know, behind, but you're in front of cameras. Yeah. You are, you know, no, you, you don't should put have your hands on neutral. It. And this tells me you got a relationship with this chick. Ooh. Like you got to re- not like Ooh. I'm not saying like a sexual. relationship. No, I'm just saying you're yeah. on very friendly terms mm-hmm. and clearly. So she's pro social. Right. She's you know, she's not going to be one of your uh, harder inmates. But at the same time, it's like mm-hmm. but you have to make sure you don't show any type of favoritism. Yeah. And you stroking her hair tells me. You're at a different level with this, yeah, with this you person. You should be remaining neutral at all times. with this. She's an inmate. She's an inmate. She's an inmate. And you should can, be touching because her Because like you that. look at other wet ladies as right? inmates. Exactly. If she were black, would you be stroking her hair, comforting her? No. Well, here's the thing. The sheriff person was black. Oh, interesting. That's what I thought. Oh, that is really yeah. interesting. And I'm like, oh. oh. But I'm still like, no. If you yeah. don't do it to all the ladies in there. Yep then you don't do it to this white lady right. because exactly. b- basically what you're saying is oh poor baby right yeah no i'm sorry that no. you murdered someone yes. yeah no yeah. somebody died because exactly. of your mistakes yeah and that you know uh, th- i know i know you know i know um it's- so she's found guilty. We'll follow up to see what her sentence is. And I'm not saying it's a good special. thing she was found guilty because people make mistakes. But I think what they well, were saying was, one, guilty. you were trying to hide certain facts. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah. You should have just let them take it off. Exactly. You should have just yeah. opened everything up. Like instead of trying to hide, trying to figure things out. That's when people get into trouble. Just right. Let the chips fall. Exactly. Be truthful. Be yeah. honest. And well, and then the officers that showed up, like, kind of whisked her away. Yeah, and, you know, and right. Instead of like let it right. doing it by yeah. the book. Exactly. Don't be trying to cover exactly. stuff up. Exactly. That's what gets people in trouble. Ugh. So, yeah. um, my last what's update story. Uh, so this comes from OPB, mm-hmm. um, Oregon Public Broadcasting. Um, the Iron Front symbol can fly in Portland again as an MLS suspends its ban. So a few weeks ago I talked about this story of that the MLS, the Major League Soccer, had um, prohibited the Iron Front symbol flag from being flown um, by um, sta- fans in the stadium because they considered it a political sign, mm-hmm. um, although it is an anti-fascist group um, against Nazi Germany. Um, and had been flown as a symbol for many years um, uh, by Timbers fans and Thorns fans alike. Um, so then now MSL fish, MLS officials are saying the Iron Front symbol will be allowed for the rest of the season while the league reviews its code of conduct policy. According to MLS statement, the league will work with fans and diversity experts on the policy review. As a part of the decision to update the fan code of conduct for 2020, MLS has suspended the prohibition of the Iron Front Im- imagery at March's matches for the balance of the 2019 season and the MS- MLS Cup playoffs while working with a group with working group conducts its analysis. Um, Said the deputy commissioner of the MLS. Um, So that's good. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Right on. Yeah. Um, So those are my three what's updates. Although we probably should mention, you know, we talked about it. I mentioned the impeachment inquiry Mm -hmm. from last week. Uh, Trump has done lost his fucking mind. Uh, what else? He, uh, he is. Uh, I think I said, heard something. He tweeted over a hundred tweets yeah. over the weekend. That speaks guilt. He is though. It's falling apart at the hinges people. Again, but I'm staying cautiously optimistic because he is like a mafia boss. Yeah. And he has people in his pocket. He has people to do his bidding for him. So uh, yeah, we will I'll, take the fall for yeah, him? I think there's only one or two Republicans that are saying, yeah, uh, they, you know, if, as far as like GOP people. Right. Uh, yes, they uh, believe a impeachment inquiry should be done. Right. But everybody else is in line. Yeah. The, so know? that's why I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. But I feel like uh, I did read how they were trying to. um
1: escalate camilla
0: camilla yeah she was trying to say twitter should ban him i don't don't ban him let him keep going yeah let like him let him keep saying stupid grave. shit so you know i like think what they were threatening saying, civil war right. and threatening the whistleblower like these are all things that yeah he could be held accountable for i think they were also i know joe biden had His campaign had said, Hey, you shouldn't have Rudy, you shouldn't give Rudy Giuliani any airtime because what he's doing is just saying lies. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's like trying to, he's throwing Mm -hmm. crap all over the place. Yeah. That's not bared, in fact. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, Yeah, why would you as journalists have him on, say, 60 Minutes or, you know, whatever news that's, yeah, all of so them supposedly get. He's been on, yeah, he's been on all of stuff. them. Meet the press. He's just been so on that he CNN. can throw out his right. stuff. Exactly. Like, like just nothing. of facts. Yeah. 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 Just stop. Yeah. So, um, we're going to keep our eye on the impeachment process. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep our eye on the inquiry. We'll see. Going to keep our eye on the prize. I think. Um, yes, the House will do what it needs to do, but it's going to be the Senate that's probably going to say no. Not unless. Yeah. I I think they just want a smoking gun, and they want to see the well, transcripts. They want to hear the video record. I don't know what they want. The, they want to hear the audio of, of the, him saying of the actual phone yeah. call, other than reading the transcript. Right. I mean, the thing is, is, even if he goes, it goes to the Senate, and they vote to impeach, yeah. it doesn't mean he has to leave office. Yeah. Like that's, that's the common misconception of people it's is when that Congress. that doesn't mean yeah. that. No, even if they say. Both sides say he's impeached. Uh-huh. It does not necessarily mean he has to get out of office. Well, what does that mean? They could say that, oh well, you know, um, it's it's like a uh like a sentencing, you know, it's like, oh well So what is he gets to uh yeah, stay in as long like, as well, he wants? Yeah. or nope, he has Finish, zero power. Yeah. What? I don't know uh well we can I don't think we've it. ever had a president that's ever been impeached, have we? Um, I don't believe so I think we've Andrew had Johnson, them maybe let me see I'm um, Google. because there was Nixon that resigned well, Billy was impeached by the by one part of the um by the senate by the by the house or but it didn't stick in the Senate yeah um I know Bill Clinton. Uh, but he same the house right. said one impeachment. said yes and one Congress said no, said right. no. Yeah. um and then it was uh um Nixon he but he, that resigned. he resigned because they were Before like they Dude, even, you ain't yeah. Got, yeah you ain't got a chance in sale right. just exactly. do the right thing well and they they say in part he resigned so he could keep his presidential um pension yeah. So yeah, same. Johnson became the first president impeached by the House, but was later acquitted by yeah. the Senate yeah. so, by one vote. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think we've ever had. I want to double check on that if if they do vote because I think because I, I, something I watched that said that even if even if impeachment happens, it doesn't necessarily mean he's removed. So mm-hmm. let's take a quick break and we'll come back to that, and then we'll start our stories. Yeah. <coughs> And we are back to, what do you bring into the table? What do you bring into the table? We had a little conversation to figure out this whole impeachment shit offline. Uh, Um, I think what we figured out is that, yes, if the House and Senate both vote to impeach, then he has to be removed from office. Which takes another process, right? You mentioned something about Chief Justice. Well, that's who presides over it. Oh, okay. Over the Senate. So the House says, okay. We, we we want to impeach him. We voted to impeach him. We give it to the Senate. And then the chief justice presides over the hearing in the Senate okay. to see if they will vote for impeachment For a removal. And, and the, then he's in our issue, removed. Yeah. And which then, we've said uh, there's never Moscow been a, Mitch a is... president that's ever been removed. Right. Well, and that's because, one, it was for Billy and Andrew Johnson. Yeah. Not Billy Johnson, but. Billy Clinton, and Andrew Johnson, only one of the sides voted for impeachment. The other side didn't. Right. So Senate didn't And vote. Nixon never made it and that Nixon way. And Nixon resigned before, so he, he knew his presidential pension. Right. So this fool, <laughs> this fool probably won't resign because he's a oh, freaking nutbag. He's a narcissist. A narcissist. Who doesn't think he's done anything wrong. Right. Because everything's perfect. And if... So right now they're only in the inquiry stage. Yeah. They could go through this whole process and say there's not enough to file articles of impeachment. So right. maybe they're doing it just to get stuff uncovered and brought up to the surface. So then, you know, before 2020 yeah. election, like, look at how dirty this guy is. Yeah, It could be that could be the ploy. It's like, we're going to bring this all to the surface. So then when the voters go, they're like, we're not going to support this guy. Because that's kind of what they did with Nixon. Yeah. Because Nixon didn't just, he was was very very popular, popular, right? And then as everything from Watergate started to come out, Mm -hmm. his approval rating started to drop, 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 drop. People started believing he was a crook. Right. So this could be the same scenario. Yeah. Right. Well, we know he was a crook when he went in. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think with see, Nixon, there was that hope of, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Did you see uh, Robert De Niro's tirade yeah. about him? <laughs> he hates. Oh, my he God. Hates, he hates him. Hates. Hates him with the capital I a- thought I hated H-T-E. him. But oh, my God, this man hates, hates him.
1: him. I've No seen respect his, whatsoever.
0: No, I've seen his Twitter posts. Like, he yeah. is not pulling any punches. He That's why like, I like him. He yeah. married a woman of color. I mean, and you know, he's not, he hates around. him. He's like, fuck yeah. this dude. <laughs> fuck anybody who supports yeah, him. For sure. <laughs> saying, saying the F-bomb on a morning show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All let's right. get some stories going here. All right. What do you got on the My first? My first one. Plate. The doctor? Table. And, and see again, Words. A doctor and father-of-five faces life in prison for prescribing a half million opioid do- doses in two years, including drugs Whoa. that cause the death of a West Virginia woman. Woo! Why would they have to put father-of-five? Well, they want you to get sympathy. Exactly. Like, they want oh. the sympathy. Oh, man. My Poor dear food. Right. Yeah. When here they have like you just talked about Exactly. He made By all accounts he, yeah. he was an upstanding citizen. Right. Why didn't why did they say by, by all, all accounts, accounts he was an upstanding citizen and a father of five. Right. No. no. Instead it's father of five. Right. Doctor and Father of right. Five to face charges. Yeah. Like Half a million. Pills. That is a lot of fucking in pills. two years. That is a lot of fucking in West Virginia. Uh, yes, yeah. a doctor from Virginia faces oh, Virginia. life in jail for prescribing about a half a million doses of Jesus highly addictive Christ. opioids in two years. By the time drug enforcement agents swooped into his small medical small medical office. Mm. Uh, in Martinsville, South Virginia, Dr. Smithers. <laughs> Smithers? <laughs> what is this? The symptoms? Symptoms? Had patients from five states oh, yeah. waiting Pil-mil. for him. Pil-mil. Many had driven hundreds of miles, spending up to 16 hours on the road to get prescriptions for oxycodone and other powerful painkillers. He's done great damage and contributed to the overall problem in the heartland of the opioid crisis, said Christopher, I'm not even going to say his last name, a supervisory special agent for the Drug Enforcement Administration who oversaw the investigation into Smithers. In the past two decades, opioids have killed about 400,000 Americans ripped from family... (sighs) Ripped from families apart and left communities, many in the Appalachians, grappling with ballooning costs of social services like law enforcement, foster care, and drug rehab. Okay. Wow. Uh, uh, Okay. Communities of color. We were just thrown. Our communities were thrown. crack? crack yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a crack epidemic. No, it was. It was an infestation. Right. It It was was people people, people, lazy. Right. Crack fiends. Here, we got some sympathy yep. for, you exactly. know, the drug addicts. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm like, yeah, our communities have been crippled for decades yep. because of drug addiction. Yep. And and what are you doing? You add more police. You're adding more prisons. All of these things that you're saying, oh, it's grappling with the ballooning costs of yep. social services, like law enforcement, foster care, Drug rehab. Yep. Yes. Yes. We know that yeah. because our communities right. have been ravaged. Exactly. Yeah. This is nothing new. No. The communities of color. Yeah. And our communities have been ravaged because of politicians. Mm-hmm. They did this to our communities. And so now you want me to feel sympathy over here? I don't feel sympathy. Exactly. Build exactly. more prisons. Uh, Smithers, a 36-year-old married father of five, is facing the possibility of life in prison. Uh, what would you give a drug addict? Oh, yeah. No, they get I mean, get- not a drug addict, a drug dealer. Oh, they would Wasn- get- Wasn't Trump talking about killing him? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or am I, I- thinking of the Filipino no, president? That, that's a Filipino president. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He would just kill him. He yeah. would just say yeah. we're killing him. So how he how many years did he get? A possibility. They haven't. Oh, he they haven't hasn't, been sentenced yeah, yet. They said the possibility of life in prison. Wow. After. Uh, let's see. Oh, I guess they convicted in May of more than 800 counts of illegally prescribing drugs, including oxycodone, oxymorphone, that caused the death of a West Virginia woman when he is sentenced Wednesday. that'll uh, be a So they day. could actually trace his prescriptions back to death. Yes. Wow. The best huh? Smithers can hope for is a, <laughs> is a mandatory minimum of 20 years. I'll give him the 20. Yeah, well, yeah, he'll get 20. Authorities least, say yeah. that instead of running a legitimate medical practice, Smithers got greedy. Yeah. Smithers headed an inter- headed an interstate drug distribution ring that contributed to the opioid abuse epidemic in West Virginia, Kentucky, Ohio, Tennessee, and Virginia. Wow. Yeah. Dude. Wow. For what? What were you hoping to gain? A new money. house. Money. Do you know how much a, money they make in, on these pill mills? Yeah. Lots of fucking money. For what? Greed. A new car? Greed. A new greed. Yeah. They're never satiated. When you're greedy, they're never satiated. Well, guess what? Them five kids now are losing a dad. Exactly. The shame, the wife, yep. same thing. Yeah. You couldn't just money. run your little practice exactly. if you wanted to make some bigger bucks. Mm-hmm. Get out of that small town and go make your big bucks somewhere else. And I, I absolutely think he should be held accountable. However, sure. my biggest issue in, in in addition is the fucking F- Purdue, uh, all the big pharma companies uh-huh. who who produced these opioids and uh-huh. put them onto the market, convinced doctors to overprescribe uh-huh. based on false It wasn't even research, right? It was a memo written, um, convinced them that it could be used for back pain and chronic pain. Well, and not to mention, was never meant to be used for. Yes, and so as a result, they they don't nothing happens to them. Uh, They get some fines, they get some here and there. No, there was a pharma company head CEO that I mean, you know, that got. I don't know if he got prison, but I know they arrested him. But nothing substantial, right? Well, I mean, it's all the cash that they brought in. Not only that, on top of the people who then were prescribed these opiates Uh over time who have now become dependent mm-hmm. are now being taken off them and the pain and suffering that that's causing. Right. Right. And with no support. Right. And, and we're talking about people who do, who were taking it regularly. Right. Who weren't overusing it. Right. Who weren't asking for early prescriptions. Right. They're following all the rules of it. And now they're being tapered off and now they don't have anything to, to fall back. Yeah. On. Yeah. So it says um, the court filings and at trial, they described the office that lacked basic medical supplies. Well, you don't need a medical, just a prescription pad, Mm -hmm. a receptionist who lived out of a back room during the work week and patients who slept outside and urinated in the parking. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a crack house. Yo. um, What's that? America. What did that book I read? America something. I'll have to look it up, what it, what's called, but it, it's about the Florida pill mills because uh-huh. Florida, so Virginia, West Virginia, Florida, they were, they've all been notorious for pill mills. Yeah.
1: Well, and they have those People driving security, yeah. like
0: states, across states to go and get their prescription because all you'd have to do is walk into this like storefront and say, oh, I broke my back and such and such you know, blah blah. They'd ask for some like, you know, other doctors, you know, false kind of report Mm -hmm. and then boom, you'd walk out with, you know, three months of opioids. It said at trial, one woman described herself as an addict compared Smithers practice to pill mill she frequented in Florida. Yeah. So this lady knew she was an addict, goes to Florida. I guess they might have closed her those spots down, and then now she found this doctor. Yeah. Migrated to this doctor. Yeah. I went and got medication without. Oh, I went and got medication without, I mean, without any kind of physical exam or bringing medical records, anything like that, the woman testified. A receptionist testified that patients would wait up to 12 hours to see Smithers, who sometimes kept his office open past midnight. Smithers did not accept insurance and took in close to 700 thousand dollars in cash and credit card payments Mm -hmm. over two years Mm -hmm. people only went there for one reason and that was just to get pain medication that they could abuse themselves or sell it for profit yep the opioid crisis has been decades in the making and has been fueled by a mix of prescription and street drugs Uh, and then it goes into the annual you know yeah yeah so he put his family at risk all for the all for dollar the bills. Love of money. That's it. Yeah. Because it wasn't like, oh, my kid has cancer. Yeah. You know, right. Like we're I'm desperate trying, and I yeah. want to get him cured. I, it was like, co- oh, let me buy another house, yeah. let me buy another boat, no. let me buy another car, whatever he was spending his money on. He yeah. was strictly for greed. Yeah. That's what it all is. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to be awaiting his sentence, which we'll have a what's, what's up, date. up date. We'll see whether he gets the life in prison oh, or 20, 20 years, years or He'll somewhere probably get in between. He's a nice looking guy. Because you know? they'll come in and say, oh, you know, he got caught up in the. In he's the, addicted himself. Yeah, it was, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, um, you doing that story made me think of a local story. Oh, and so I'm going to bring it to the table. I wasn't going to do this, but you doing that made me wonder what happened to this lady. So oh, okay. um, let's see. A couple years ago um, when I was working a certain job in, mm-hmm. a, cl- in a medical clinic, mm-hmm. two, two years ago, three years ago, whenever I started, I had just started the job mm-hmm. and a nurse practitioner from the clinic was arrested for... Opioid distribution, really? Yes. A so nurse? I a nurse practitioner. Oh, yeah. a nurse practitioner. So um, I had only been there a very short amount of time. Did they this lady arrest her at work? So I think they, yeah, came and got her in the morning. I can't you remember were there? exactly. No. Oh, because it was an early morning arrest. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they remember arrest, arrested at the clinic or arrested at her home, and then you know they yeah. c- came out that morning. Um, I didn't have a lot of contact with this person, uh-huh. mainly because she never wanted anything to do with me. Uh-huh. Right. Now I have my own theory. Maybe you didn't why. have the symptoms of, Hey, I well, need some pills. So my job was to help patients oh. with social determinants of health. Right. Yeah. So people who were chronically ill and they needed to be better <laughs> connected with services and that, yeah. Right. And so one, she would hardly ever talk to me. She, I would like messenger about one of her patients Uh and be like, Hey, I noticed this person do 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 just kind of explaining what I could do to help this person. Uh She would never get back to me, blah, blah, blah. Right. Wouldn't that be like the standard of care for you to be willing to talk to people that are working with your patient? Now this is just my own theory. I have no proof. I feel like she didn't want me to get close to people because I feel like maybe some of the people were going to this clinic. So she had opened a clinic. Apart from her job as at the clinic that I was at. So she opened a private clinic, a pain clinic here in Portland, Mm -hmm. in Southeast Portland, with her partner and was running a pill mill out of it. So I don't know if maybe she was referring, telling patients, well, you know, I can see you at my pain clinic. You Ah, have to pay cash for your um, Visit your visit, but I could, I could. Fill your prescription there because the clinic I was at mm-hmm. it was is part of the. They're working to reduce the prescribing, yeah. and so yeah, they were so they, would they were watching very closely. What, which providers were prescribing yeah. and how much they were prescribing, and they were and then really, I'm sure you'd probably have to say like, "Hey, I'm prescribing this because oh yeah, no, and give a history yeah, of no, why you're the, doing that. the head doctor yeah. was being very diligent about finding out, so why is this patient still on right. this, this amount? And we have to taper them down because the guidelines from the state are yeah. like, yeah, they're very, we they're got, very, yeah. like, you we know. We ain't keeping people yeah. on for forever. Right. So, um, so she got arrested. So this was like, yeah, I think it was January, 2015. Okay. Um, so uh, when you brought this, I I wanted to thought, oh, I wonder what happened to her. Yeah. Because last I'd heard she was teaching at like a local college like she, she had didn't she get... surrendered her license uh-huh. well, upon arrest, she she surrendered her nursing's license uh-huh. but then i had heard she'd gotten a job at a local college no for nursing jail time no well she was pending the case was pending oh okay. so when you brought that story up i thought well i wonder what happened to this lady okay so what happened I, what happened um so her name is uh julie demille um mill who runs the pill. Right. runs the <laughs> pill, Mill. Uh 60 of Portland was sentenced Tuesday. And this she was, was 60? 60. This was back in um March of two th- of this year. So um I had totally forgot to like check up on So it. her case ran two years. They were yeah. all yeah. wow. So they well, years. the investigation, you know, who I don't know how long yeah they they did the investigation. And then the prosecution, the all that blah 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 blah. They bust her and then yeah, it's been two, two th- almost years. three years. Wait, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, almost four oh. years since wow. the actual arrest, wow. right? Yeah. Um. So that clearly means she took it to trial. Yeah. So, well, actually, I think she was arrested in two thousand sixteen. She opened. Okay, so I'll just read the story. Uh-huh. I'll just stick to the story. Oh, this comes from this one comes from the Portland Tribune. Um, so the woman behind the infamous pill mill opioid dis- distribution ring was sentenced to federal um, uh, f- to forty eight months in federal prison for three years of supervi- and three years of supervised release for illegally distributing prescription opioids, filing forty false tax return, and mm-hmm. lying to federal agents. Okay, wait, you months. file? Fi- <sighs> I got. She white. She's white. You get forty eight months mm-hmm. for filing. False, False tax, tax return, re- lying to federal agents, and illegally distributing prescription opioids. So I'm going to switch over to the actual U.S. Attorney's website, the District Attorney U.S. Attorney of Oregon's website, because this will. Uh, and how long did that lady who voted? How much time is she? Like, five like years? six years or something six- like that? Like yeah, more than she. More than she. She get four years. She get four years for for for. Um, being a drug dealer for being a drug dealer yep exactly um so (sighs) she um so and again this lady wasn't discovered to have a brain tumor no you know that impaired her judgment this is a intelligent woman who knew exactly what she was doing doing. and made a decision to do this. Uh, the U S attorney says this is an excellent Kate example of how financial expertise of IRS criminal investigation employees contributes to the federal law of enforcement fabric. Um, so IRS criminal investigation is committed to serving the U S tax. DeMille, Demille has been held accountable for her actions and will continue to investigate. And we will continue to investigate and seek prosecution of individuals. Okay. Yeah. So good for you. Um, uh, so according to court documents, In January of 2015, DeMille opened the Fusion Wellness Clinic on Southeast 122nd Avenue in Portland across the street from the Multnomah County Probation Office (laughs) from the clinic's opening until July 2016. So that's when she was arrested. Um, DeMille illegally wrote thousands of prescriptions for opioids, including oxycodone and hydrocodone. Um, As early as 2013, DeMille had been had begun planning to move to Houston um, uh, from Houston, Texas to Portland. She was attracted to Oregon where licensed nurse practitioners can write prescriptions without oversight well, and attracted. approval of physician. She moved, uh, in 2014 and was hired for, by a publicly funded County health clinic. Mm-hmm. That's where I worked. Um, from the beginning of uh, DeMille planned to subsidize her County income by operating a legal pill, Oipoid pill mill. By the end of 2014, DeMille had registered the fusion wellness business name and begun searching for clinic locations. Um, after DeMille, First clinic opened in 2015 word spread quickly that a small cash only operation was reliable source for cheap, easy opioid prescriptions for on Friday and Saturday mornings, customers would spill into the parking lot outside the clinic and wait in their cars for their turn in the cramped office. The clinic quickly grew to its, in its location and in April 2015 was moved to a new location on Northeast 101st Avenue in Portland. Before long, D'Amelio's prescription prescribing habits began attracting the attention of law enforcement, the Oregon State Board of Nursing. Um, shortly after the clinic opened, three of DeMille's patients attempted to fill identical prescriptions for 30 milligram doses of oxycodone together at a local pharmacy. <laughs> the pharmacist turned the patients away and contacted the police. A Gresham police officer lady contact- later contacted DeMille by phone to discuss the prescriptions and forwarded a copy to the general offense report to the state nursing, ber- n- nursing board. The nursing board opened an investigation into DeMille's prescribing practices just three weeks after the clinic opened. Um after the new one opened. Yeah. So in early 2015, the clinic's patient files included a very few records, knowing her lax prescribing practices and record keeping would not pass investigative scrutiny. DeMille began forging patient signatures on newly created forms. In March, 2015, DeMille met with nursing board investigators to discuss the complaint and her prescribing practices. During the course of the interview, she repeatedly lied about the nature of her practice, insisting the clinic's patients were treated for simple chronic diseases and a variety of other wellness issues. Ultimately, the nursing board board issued a letter of concern, um, but did not pursue disciplinary charges. Uh, <gasps> DeMille quickly altered her practice to, re- in response, um, in an attempt to f- avoid further detection throughout the remainder of 2015, DeMille continued to her work, um, at the county clinic uh-huh. while operating, um, the clinic in just two days a week. Uh, so typical day at the clinic, she saw up to 20 patients, charging $200 in cash. What? In 2015, the clinic generated at least 380. dollars $8,000 in revenue, none of which was reported on DeMille's income taxes. In July, 2016, while conducting federal search warrant, DAA agents found $51,000 in cash in DeMille's bedroom. Yeah. Omg. So her, uh, yeah, let me check the timer real quick. Cause we might have to take it. Well, I'll finish up really quick. So her partner who was the clinic manager, yeah, He was also sentenced. Her partner is black. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Um, I'll just tell you what he got. 108 months. For what? For illegally distributing opioids. He never wrote one fucking prescription. (laughs) Not one fucking prescription did he (laughs) fucking write. He was the office manager. That was, this is what you get for being with a white woman. Yep. A yep. hundred and eight so months? So he hired Demila after interviewing her about her willingness to write prescriptions for a specific combination of controlled substances. She wrote the fucking prescriptions. He gets a hundred and eight months. She gets 48 months. <laughs> she white. He black. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ah, wow. not it's to real, mention, people. Not to mention, I don't know, um, because when the f- story first broke back in 2016, there was a list of people that were arrested for getting the prescriptions and then selling them on the streets. Yeah. Which the majority of those people were people of color. Yeah. So I don't know how many I mean, years they those got people got, right? Yeah. For being the drug dealer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When but she's the drug gets, dealer. Right. She's the kingpin. She's, she's the kingpin. She's the kingpin. Yeah. She gets forty eight months. Her partner, who's black, gets one hundred eight months. One hundred eight months. Did it say she got like any restitution? She's got to pay back taxes. Oh, I'm sure she's got to pay, pay back taxes on it all and all of that stuff. So she's basically oh, she's going to prison now. So she'll be out in four so, years. Yeah, she's out in four years, and she got to do three years post prison supervision. Um, she's probably got to pay fines, fees back taxes all that shit Uh, um i think i if i remember correctly she had put some property in her daughter's name uh, knowing full well that she was when she got arrested if she got arrested they couldn't seize that property wow yeah i think i think they should be able to i think so too Uh, it was bought with that money right for sure i mean the the house and the horses and everything bought with that money oh So, Uh, anyway, all right, let's take it. So, he's going to get 22 (laughs) years. And basically, what I'm hearing 22 years. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unbelievable. Local opioid pill mill (laughs) story. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. (coughs) All right. We're back to To, what do you bring into the table? What do we bring into the table? That was an opioid. Segment, Woo! you know, opioid segment. Yeah, uh, that was one, one, de- one degree of separation from that lady. Yeah, she was. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, she was a bitch. I'm just gonna, she was. <laughs> but she only gets 48 months, she only gets 40 minutes, and he got she got 100. How much do you think you would get? Oh, sh- well, I might get like half of what you would get because I'm a yeah. half her well, year old. I'd get life, so you get half a life, <laughs> exactly. Um. When I didn't even do nothing. Right. I just walked into the clinic. Exactly. <laughs> so um yeah, crazy. Crazy. Very crazy. I'm glad she got sentenced though, because when I found out she was teaching, yeah. I was like, What? How who would, How would who would even hire you when if you're, you're under pending? investigation? I guess you don't have to say, maybe. You don't have to say. That you've never been convicted? Yeah, because you well, haven't yet been convicted. Yeah. Oh. But didn't your license get Oh, there, there's a picture of the um on the port portland tribune article there's a picture of her cash money drawer with her oh and they with her bras fifty one thousand dollars in cash wow All bundled up and she was 60 she's 60 so she'll be sixty five, four, five when ready for out. social security yeah can you can you collect social security if you've been convicted of a crime i think so you put into it really I don't, yeah I don't Man. think they can withhold that from you. Yeah, I wonder. You know, I wonder. Oh. All right. All right well, what you got? Let me get next? to my next story. So this is Flo- or this comes from NBC News. Florida City Commissioner confronts deputy at award ceremony over arrest. You're a bad police officer, and you don't deserve to be here. Tomorrow, Ter- oh, yes. City Council yes. City Commissioner Mike Galeen told Broward County Deputy. Joshua Garlado, Ger- Garlado, um, a South Florida city commissioner confronted a deputy at an awards ceremony honoring members of the Broward County Sheriff's Office for falsely arresting him four years ago. The confrontation happened Wednesday at an Officer of the Month program at the Tamarack City Commission meeting after Deputy Joshua Garlado and others received their honors. Commissioner Mike Geelan is seen in video grabbing the microphone and calling Garrado back to the f- down to the floor. It's good to see you again. You probably don't remember me, but you're the police officer who falsely arrested me four years ago, Geelan says in the video obtained by NBC Miami. You lied on the police report. I believe you are a rogue police officer. You're a bad police officer, and you don't deserve to be here. Uh... Garado just nods his head, gives a thumbs up sign and walks away after the commissioner finishes talking. Mayor Michelle Gomez then takes the mi- microphone and thanks the sheriff's office. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate as a whole BSO and everything you do for us, Gomez says. Thank you for your service to our community. We appreciate you. Please take that away from here today. Garado arrested Geeland in July 2015 for allegedly resisting and obstructing without violence according to NBC Miami. Geelan had allegedly recorded police as they responded to a b- battery incident, the Miami Herald reported. Geelan was not a city commissioner at the time and the charges were dropped. Teramek is about 14 miles northwest of Fort Lauderdale. Gomez and the Broward County Police Be- Benevolent Association have publicly criticized Geelan for confronting the deputy at the ceremony. As a public official, Commissioner Gielan's behavior towards a Broward Sheriff's Office deputy is unacceptable. PBA President Rob Skirvin said in a statement posted on Facebook, the labor union said it had withdrawn its endorsement of Gielan. The Broward County PBA will not endorse any elected official who treats law enforcement officers with complete lack of respect and common courtesy, <laughs> right? the way Commissioner Geelan did in his official duties representing the city of Terramanke. Gomez said in a statement Saturday that Geelan's comments were highly inappropriate. Yeah, this is neither course. the time nor the forum to air personal grievances. I believe this clearly violated the city's civility code. Uh, this <sighs> is not the way we treat employees or people who work for our city. There are proper channels to follow, but the commissioners chose not to use them. The mayor said she had talked with the city attorney about what actions can be taken and thanked Galindo for handling the situation in a professional way. I speak for the city of Terramick when I say that we have the utmost respect for BSO and the deputies who put their lives online each day to safeguard our community, Gomez said. And Mm. then it goes on to, you know, just, uh, Gilan thanked in a statement Saturday on Facebook, Gilan thanked his supporters writing, Wrongful arrests can have lifelong and career altering consequences. Mm-hmm. It's important that justice applies to everyone. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We we talked about that one lady that accused the Sikh gentleman right. of trying to snatch the kid. Exactly. He was in jail for exactly. a, a whole yeah. week. Yeah. On false allegations right. exactly. So he is correct. Yeah. I think this Gomez should have refrained from making any type of statements other than you know, we're investigating. We appreciate the help. She should have like supported it. Especially Broward County. Yeah, like Uh, maybe we should look into the fact why he's still on our force. Right. Right. Maybe we're going to launch an internal investigation to see how is this officer still employed with our county. Well, we have a personal account of a city commissioner saying how they were treated. Right. And it was found that the charges were dropped because he did lie. Right. Yeah, I mean I don't know if I don't know if that was founded but the guy said this Gielan said you lied on your rep- police report and we know that happens absolutely we know that happens because you're trying to make a caller you are trying yep. to you know mm-hmm. do make your case go mm-hmm. yeah so you fudge a little here fudge a little there exactly. if you're if you're not an honest one yeah you know I I'm just saying I don't think I I don't think that the mayor should have made that type of a statement. I think she should have refrained as well. Yeah. I'm sorry this is going on. We'll investigate. Right. We'll, exactly. you know, I'd like to yeah. talk to the commissioner right. here. Yeah. Please give me a break. Ugh. But, I, you know, Black Lives Matter. And yep. that's exactly what he exactly. just stood up to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Black Lives Matter. Exactly. What you did affected yep. me. Right. Exactly. And I'm doing it in and a very public know, way. And it should be brought to light. Right. You shouldn't be up here and getting your, your little deputy of the month award. knowing when this all this shit is in your background, right? And and I'm just yeah. bringing it to the table. Exa- bringing it to the yeah. table. <laughs> I'm bringing it. <laughs> Me too. Your time. Yes, up. time is up. Yeah, time is up. Um. All right. Well, I got an interesting story from the hill, um, out of New York, mm-hmm. uh, New York City ba- bands. The term illegal alien institutes fines up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. New York City has banned banned the term illegal alien when it is used with the intent to demean, humiliate or harass a person. This institute and institute's fines up to $250,000 for the offense. The city's commission on human rights released new guidelines last week to define discrimination on the basis of perceived or actual immigration status or national origin in public accommodations, employment or housing. The guidance bans discrimination or harassment against someone for their limited English proficiency or use of any other language. In addition, threatening to call immigration and customs enforcement, aka ice, on someone as a discriminatory measure is now considered a violation of the law. Hypothetical examples of this kind of discrimination were provided to the commissioners. Commission's um, 29 were provided in the commission's 29-page directive. They include a hotel prohibiting housekeepers from speaking another language because it would offend guests or a store owner telling customers speaking Thai to speak English or go back to your country. We are proud to have worked with the NYC Commission on Human Rights to produce and release this important guidance as we combat the federal government's rhetoric of fear and xenophobic policies that have threatened the health and well-being of immigrant communities. Um. The Department of Homeland Security defines alien as a person, not a citizen or national of the United States. Um, President Trump came under fire July when he told the 4 nine non-white progressive pro- congressmen to go back and help fix the totally broken, crime-infested places from which they came. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that. But uh, so this is kind of interesting. So-, so it's a like for anybody like you and me if we were to say hey you're an illegal alien yeah go back home what are they going to do find me well if you, if you filed a complaint you could get a get a fine as a regular joe yeah, yep or speak english yep speak english um i can let me click on this and i'll i uh, can already tell that's going to be a freedom speechy oh no it'll someplace. be challenged of course yeah. it'll be challenged but yeah. you know i mean the in In, uh, in Europe, in places like, uh, um, Germany, Germany, Mm -hmm. if you, uh, carry materials. Right. Yeah. If you're talking about the the Nazis and how Hitler, you can be arrested for that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of on the same vein. Um, let's see, I was going to try to see what the examples that they had in, um, in here. Um, well, you gave to like the speak English. Yeah. So or go back You know, to your I mean I think you know like the dude uh that was uh do you remember the attorney in yeah, New York City yeah. who was, was going off yeah, on it was the, going off on her speaking Spanish yeah. and yeah. um I'm gonna call immigration right. and da, 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 right. da. I mean that in, in essence that guy yeah. could be fined up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars for violating the law now. I think do we have is there somewhere else in the Pacific Pacific Northwest was it us that had something similar and we were like it was like two hundred and fifty dollars. No, that's uh, for calling nine one one on someone who you think you, is doing something, but on a based color, on their race, right? Yeah. So, yeah. barbecue Becky, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, I, I get, like the yeah, the, you know, yeah. people need to think twice. Exactly, you don't yeah. get to just. Right. Spew whatever at somebody and claim yeah. oh, my freedom of speech. Exactly. Okay. So well, it's going to cost it'll you 250 be interesting grand. When the first case comes to, yeah. comes in regards to this. Yeah. So, or maybe they can sue them too. Maybe up yep, to. Can they sue? Uh, I mean, well, I think you, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You could sue mm-hmm. severely and say, well, you know, you violated the law and da, da 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 But I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Wow. Well, good. I like it. New York City. All right. What do you got next? New York City. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's just, uh, uh <laughs> V, okay. This is from, uh, seven news.com AU Australia. So this is a vegan woman says she is now traumatized for life after biting into sausage roll with pork in it. Okay. What is it with the vegans in Australia? <laughs> uh, cuz you had the barbecue vegan oh, yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't even that she, they couldn't even smell right, stand the could, smell of the grill. Couldn't stand the smell of the grill. Now this lady is traumatized and she is for traumatized for life. life for biting into a meat sausage. Yes. A vegan woman has been left traumatized <laughs> for life, quote unquote. Oh, traumatized. That's after trauma. she was served a sausage roll with meat in it. The British vegan Charlene, and I'm not even going to attempt to say her last name bought the snack from UK bakery chain Craig's, the chain is called Craig's, which launched a vegan sausage roll earlier this year. Uh, What did I say her name was? Because they give her last name. Uh, Charlene only realized the mix up when she bit into the pastry and tasted real meat and says her body went haywire. Oh, come on. I guess she went into convulsions. I don't know. Oh, come on. A 20-year-old says she burst into tears when Uh it... Dawned on her, she had been given two pork sausage rolls instead of the vegan ones. So she must have ate both in a hurry. Oh, come on. I haven't had meat in two years. Oh, come on. My belly started hurting and my heart started going crazy, she said. I was panicked because that only happens when I consume meat. This doesn't happen when I have other food. I'm traumatized for life now. I'm never going to Greg's again. no. Kent Live reports that the store manager offered her a two-pound refund, which, in essence, is (laughs) $3.63. But Charlene did not think that was good enough. She called the chain's customer line, and they offered her a 30-pound voucher, which is $54.50, but refused that, too. Come on, She then took to YouTube to make her case in a since-deleted series of videos. So she must have got hammered by people. Lady. I was asking for public for a public apology to make people aware that they could watch out for to make people aware that they should watch out for things like this she said people can be allergic to pork and potentially die from such a stupid mistake it's my cha- it's my choice not to consume meat because it causes cancer that choice has been taken away from me a greg's spokesperson said the chain was investigating to make sure a similar mistake would not happen again so okay, so she bought two sausage rolls, thinking they were the vegan. The vegan rolls. ones. She bites into one, and immediately knows, or did she scarf down one and think to herself, "Oh, that's weird. That tastes interesting." Well, let me eat the other one and oh, see if that one. You one's know vegan. what it would have been? It would have been like, "Oh, this tastes like real meat. This Ooh, is this this great. Is good. Yeah. I mean, I have the Beyond Burger." Yeah. And, and so, I'm like, ooh, right? yo, this is and good. And so then she eats the second one. And, yes, if you haven't eaten meat in two years, you probably will get the, some gut bubbles. Yeah. You're going to get some bubbles in your gut because yeah. your your system's not used to it. Mm-hmm. So she probably got a little diarrhea. She got a little GI distress. You know, maybe mm-hmm. nausea, whatever. And then that's when it hit her like, oh, I think that might have been actually been meat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they didn't do it intentionally. It's not like they're like, ha ha, let's, you know, unless she can prove intent by the shopkeepers, you know, person that was working the shop. Right. Like that they did it on purpose. And then they're going to give you a 30 pound voucher versus the three pound yeah. one. They're going to give you Ten $54 times, like to, you know, say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, no, you don't have an allergy to right. pork. Like we fucked up. We're sorry. You're only into this two years yeah yeah that's that's why i was laughing like come yeah. on this You're wasn't like you've been lifetime vegan. or 10 Life 15 time. yeah you know two yeah. years come on, you've lady. been in and how many times have you cheated right exactly you know and how yeah or how many times have you eaten something that like well you know i'll just have a bite of it yeah whatever two years yeah. are still a newbie in veganism yeah. exactly and how long have you actually been a vegan? Has it been two years for a vegan or you were a vegetarian, vegetarian switched to vegan that, that day? Come on. Who knows? I don't know. But Come I'm like, on. You don't need to create a big stink. She needs to get old. Like, you know, vegetarian. I'm more concerned about the ones that have real allergies to peanuts. Right. I could see yeah. you do that. Your throat swells up. You almost right. die. Ain't hey, nothing happened to you right. other than you wanted you a, a little stomach discomfort. You probably had some poops. And that's about and that's it. That's about it. That's yeah. the only harm. You're not traumatized for life, exactly, because you've been eating meat for exactly a- a- probably every si- a- for life Before, practically, years ago, for two years ago. You were eating, eating. You were eating, meat. eating chicken, exactly. pork, whatever yeah. it was. So calm, calm, calm down, calm the fuck yeah. down, lady. Calm the jets. You should have taken the fifty-four dollars, <laughs> or at least not even go on. Yeah. Don't go. Don't yeah. be posting this. Just you know, it's take like the, the $54 and buy yourself all, a, a couple vegan more sausage vegan you rolls you want. You want. Yeah. I mean, or at least said, hey, you gave me the wrong ones. I guess, okay, can I have a coupon so I can come back and get my right. vegan rolls? Exactly. You know. Yeah. Ugh. Get out yeah. of here, lady. Yeah. All right. Well, this next story comes from CNN. I think Jason sent this to me, actually. Um, hello, Jason. Hello, Jason.
1: Oh, oh, do you oh, yeah. want to
0: tell our, our viewers what we're going to do? We already told our, them. Oh, we did? We told them last time. Last time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> we'll keep them posted, though. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep. I think we're going to have to do a special episode for that. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Anyway, we digress. Yes. CNN. Um, CNN. This police department's Tesla ran low on power during a pursuit. <laughs> What? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Talk about bad timing. A Tesla er electric police car in the Bay area ran low on power at one of the worst possible times last Friday during a pursuit. It's unclear exactly why the 2014 Tesla model S 85 wasn't fully charged and lost juice in such an, an inopportune moment. According to Fremont police department spokesman, Geneva Bosques, it happened. It happens from time to time, especially if an officer returns to the station to take a report and they never go back out onto the street. A police officer driving the Tesla was pursuing a suspect who was wanted in connection with a crime in Santa Clara. Um, After confirming the license plate, the officer attempted to traffic stop and the car failed to yield. The car failed to yield and the driver took off at a high rate of speed. She said, just just realized I'm down to six miles of battery on the Tesla. So I may lose it here in a sec. The officer driving the Tesla said, according to Fremont police dispatch audio obtained via broadband, castify Um, other police units were following behind to assist and ultimately took over the pursuit with help from California state highway patrol. Um, The chase was called off after 10 minutes when it was deemed unsafe because of the way the suspect was driving. Um, California state highway patrol later found the suspect's car abandoned in San Jose. Fremont police said that they are still in their six months of pilot program, testing the integration of the Tesla with the department. And they are keeping track of all the data. We have no written policy regarding gas or charging, but the general guideline is that you should have at least half full at the beginning of the shift, which the car was, um, said, last week's incident doesn't change the way the department feels about the performance of the car for patrol purposes. Oh, there is no, they said there is no policy and procedures. So how does that, I mean, if, if it's just a practice, right? I mean, think about it. What do they do it. with gas vehicles? Well, the, 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 the practice is you have to have at least of a half a tank. So if you use the car before the shift, if you and use it before sure, me, yeah. make sure you, you at least have half, half of a tank, then, but what happens, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean you go fill it up. Happen? How many times does that happen to you? Oh, uh, you go out to get the car, yeah, and you look, and there's a quarter of fucking tank of yeah. gas, yeah, because somebody oh I didn't right. make it to the. However, gas here's the thing: is I know that if I have a lot of running around, mm-hmm. I gotta go fill her up. No, but not unless she got into it and didn't really look. Well, Until yeah, and, and you know, I don't just assumed like hey, I, uh, you know, well, and why wouldn't the practice be that, especially on those electrics? Because I don't know how, they I, don't don't know work. how so like, I don't know work how long that work either. Works. Like, well, even with gas, with I mean, pra- why wouldn't the practice be when you pull into the station, you just plug it in if you're, and, if you're yeah. going in to, walk, to write a report park, or you're plug going it in, in to you park, know, it, take plug your it lunch in, or whatever. As soon as you park, you plug it in. It's like a cell phone, right? Plug it in, just plug it in. That's it, you know. You don't so... have to go to no gas station, or <laughs> it's actually probably less work, right? Yeah, because you know? they have probably the little exactly. plugs around there, like yeah. close to the building. So plug it in, plug it in, plug it in, <laughs> plug it in people. All right, what else you got? Uh, this comes from the AP. Okay. Clerk forces suspected shoplifter to strip. Uh. Oh, is this my? I think I was going to do This is Salem Fire. Oh, were you New Jersey, Salem, New Jersey? I think this is the one I was going to do. Authorities say it. a store clerk at a New Jersey gas station pointed a gun at a suspected shoplifter and forced him to strip naked. Amit Saraswat is charged with aggravated assault, making terroristic threats. And two weapons charges. It's not known if he's retained an attorney. The counts against him stem from an incident that occurred Monday night at the station in Salem. Surveillance video shows Sarah Swat pointing an airsoft gun at the man and forcing oh, him huh. to strip naked. Police say the man left the store unharmed, but later returned to grab his clothes after he realized, hey, I don't think that was a real gun. Authorities haven't charged the man or determined if he stole anything from the store. Wow. So it could be just like a dude just walks in, hey, and he, I don't know, because that's what I'm hearing this story say. Police don't know if he took anything. So they thought he's shoplift. Someone thought he's shoplift. Yeah, the clerk. And said, take off your clothes. Take off your clothes. And he did it. Get out of the store. And he did it. And he did it because he thought that the gun was real. Oh. Right, so he's like, okay. and then he realized. Hey, wait a leave. minute! Then, like, we had an orange tip on that Maybe gun. that gun she, they pointed at me wasn't <laughs> he or she pointed at me wasn't real. Yeah, and then went back to go get his clothes. So, do, I mean, does anything happen to anybody at this uh, point? Like, does well? It shop- says that the, uh, they did charge him. They charged the clerk with okay. aggravated assault, okay, making terroristic threats, and two weapons charges, okay. But well, they so don't know was a if weapon. the airsoft gun. Oh, okay, so it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming because he, uh, I don't know. You know, they throw everything. They but throw they don't the know for sure whether the guy shoplifted anything. That's right. They haven't, again, police haven't reviewed uh, part of the surveillance to see if, to see if, in fact, you know. He had actually shoplifted. And done anything. But either way, like. Yeah. Calm like, down. Dude. Calm down. Why do you need to, you yeah. could have just held him there or. Yeah, just say. You know. Yeah. Or just call the fucking police. Right. a shoplift. Yeah. like well, he probably took some Cheetos or wanted some Cheetos. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like he was grabbing stacks of beer and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Um, right. Let's take a break because this next story oh, might get a little it heavy duty? chucky. Okay. Chuckly. 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 Chucky. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll see. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. We're back. All right. Do. what are you bringing to the table? what are you bringing to the table okay so i you was know you a... just caught me as i was talking to you off camera or off camera <laughs> off off mic <laughs> camera camera i know Still sorry ginger re- sorry ginger we're no. gonna use that thing eventually at some point it's gonna like, happen. we're gonna remember it's gonna happen yeah i thought about it today too i was oh, like oh i need to make sure my phone's charged so we can yeah. do a little live video shoot yeah. But then I forgot. I again. forgot. Well, and I don't have my phone, so I couldn't have done it. Yeah. Okay. So this is a story that I thought you were going to do when you were talking about um, shoplifter. Okay. Okay. So this comes from the Scottish <laughs> Sun. Oh. Um, so this took place in? In Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. Suspicious package. Man accused of shoplifting, but suspicious bulge in his trousers was his 10-inch penis. <laughs> What? I'm like Ruthie right now. (laughs) I'm thinking about that. Like, what? What? Read that again. (laughs) A man accused of shoplifting after staff saw a suspicious bulge in his jeans, but it turned out to be his 10-inch todger. (laughs) I'm still thinking. (laughs) I, I don't know how to respond to that like I, uh, I, what, 10 inches 10 inches window fitter Steve Whitehurst 47 showed security his member after a female manager raised alarm was he looking at the female manager he and had then- been buying 40 400 pounds worth of stuff at Scott's men'swear with his girlfriend Mandy Shenton 46 in her 18th month how old, old is he again he's 47. And he can't control that. I don't think it. W- I think it was flaccid. It's a ten inch long. Yeah, but that's probably ten inches. Uh, you know, excited. No, not flaccid. I think that's ten inches flaccid. <laughs> Is that possible? Yeah, yeah. possible. <laughs> okay, keep reading. Um. But things came to a head and <laughs> at the till when the store manager asked about his bulge. Steve, who claims he often has to roll up his manhood, said, I had very tight jeans on that day, and there was a bulge, yes, but it's not illegal. I can't help the way I am. The manager started arguing with me. She wouldn't let it go. I just kept telling her it was my penis. Eventually, I dropped my trousers in front of everyone and just stood there in the boxer shorts and said, See? I've got nothing to hide. Mm. But that didn't satisfy her. She kept saying, what's the bulge? He said, then he went to a cubicle with a male security guard to his local, at the local store in Stoke on Trent. Um, Steve recalled, I dropped my boxers. He shook his head and ran out and spoke with the manager. I heard her say, please tell me he's got something down there. And the guy said, nope. Um, He called Sunday's outing the crazy experience of my life and has complained to the company owned by JD Sports. Mandy said it was so humiliating. That's his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. What they did to Steve was disgusting. Staff claimed the manager accused Steve of shoplifting was on holiday. Um but sources stress that they never asked Steve to expose himself and accused him of being coming aggressive. Of course, they're going to say that. Yeah. Uh, one witness said staff had good grounds to suspect him. He was picking up and dropping a lot of items. Items They found a missing electric electronic tag in a jacket he tried on and then spotted a big bulge in his pants. When they cornered him, he began became very abusive. So, you know, maybe he got a little belligerent. <laughs> Um, He then dropped his trousers, but the bulge was much smaller than the staff remembered it. No one ever asked him to go to the cubicle to reveal himself. He did that on his own. Uh, JD Sports said the customer in question was exhibiting suspicious behavior. And when the store manager confronted the customer, he became abusive. At no point did any colleague ask the customer to remove any clothing. Um, So, you know. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I don't know uh, if they asked him to or not. um, But apparently this man got a big old schlong. Wow. Yeah. Um, I did, you know, this is probably going to bite me in my rear end. I did, you know, go and look to see, you know, because we are a public service announcement podcast as well. So if anybody's like, hey, 10 inches. So fast facts on the average penis size. Oh, wow. So yeah. Okay. So it says as much as 45% of men believe they have small penises. Across studies, flaccid length average from seven to ten centimeters, which is between two to three point nine inches when it's flaccid. Okay. Um, and flaccid girth is anywhere between three and a half to three point nine inches. Uh you know, in circumference, the erect penis averages anywhere between 12 to 16 centimeters, which is 4.7 to 6.3 inches. Um, and the erect circumference is about 4.7 inches. So he's got an abnormal. Oh, yeah. He's got a big old dick. That's abnormal. Yeah. No, he's got a big old dick. Not to say that it can't happen, but. Right. That I mean, maybe he should go into porn. Uh, uh, I'm wondering if it's all natural or was there, do they do that? Is there penis and hat enlargements? I don't I don't know, or is it just the pump, (laughs) (laughs) you know, when when you have prostate cancer? (laughs) I don't know if you could get like a prosthetic penis to make it bigger. Um, but he's got a big old dick. I, I'm I mean, still. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Shalom, you yeah. And I, I, I like the fact that he said, "I can't help it." You know, like well, that's what can. we talk about. Like uh, even it. females with yeah. large, big boobs, boobs. Can't I can't help, help it. it. Yeah, I can't help yeah. it. It's it not ain't not nothing like he wasn't trying to do something shady and steal. He some probably shed. could. He might have been trying to. But stop, next time, don't with. be. You know, know, like it's not wear tight pants, dude. You drive. That'd be like me wearing a tight shirt and And expecting nobody to be noticed. What do you got in there? Right. (laughs) When you got these girls on, uh, you know, in display, in the display window, that's the first thing they're going (laughs) to notice. What do you got in there? (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) And then then they'll be like, hey, what's behind your hand? (laughs) You know, after the facts. Yeah. So uh, dude. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well well I guess he did he can't help it. He can't help it. He can't help it. He can't help it. Yeah. So we should we move some rapid move to some rapid fire? Uh yeah. We could do that. Um, Unless you got one other burning story. Well, nothing burning. They're all burning, really. Oh, well, yeah. They're course. all burning. Yeah. Oh, you know what we haven't done is leftovers what? episodes. I know. It's because we've been on this, like, routine of yeah. Yeah. being able to, yeah. Being yeah, able to record and every week. So. Yeah. Sounds Le- good. Leftovers is for when we're going to have to take Way over and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah. Let's go. With- oh, no. I do have a oh, how you- would you rather. Oh, you uh, want to I- do as a story? I wanted. Well. I want to do it as a series, as, as a regular, series, story. As a regular yeah. part of you our podcast. You want to talk about the story. No. I don't need to talk about it because it's like, how would you rather? So you could do it as rapid fire and we would know what the death is? Uh, no, I would just say, how would you rather? I would just tell you, hey, this, this happened. How would you rather? Would you still want to be, you know, die All with right. your alligator All twirling right. what you got? around underwater? All right. All right. What do you got? Um, This comes from the AP. Man jumps to his death at the Grand Canyon Skywalk. Oh, he committed suicide? <laughs> yeah, he jumps. Holy shit. He, authorities are trying to locate the body of a man who climbed over a safety barrier at the Grand Canyon Skywalk and apparently jumped to his death. They say twenty eight year old, a 28-year-old visitor to the tourist spot. Because this is the, you know, the it's a like a bridge kind of thing, but uh-huh. it goes in a, like a horseshoe uh-huh. and it's all, oh, it goes glass. over. Yeah. You can it's, walk out. It's like, you're walking over, yes. into, over nothing. And, and it's glass yeah, walkway. Ugh, from, yeah. 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 I'm already getting nervous. Just thinking, about. you look down. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So it says that, um, uh, it's a vertical drop from the skywalk, which is about well, yeah. 500 feet to 800 feet. Um, and the last death was the Chinese tourist trying to take a selfie Fucking and fell over trying to take so the selfie, trying to catch a Pokemon because the suicide one is maybe it? Uh, that's, that's sad. That just uh, makes me sad. No, I'm just saying, like you know, if that's would you he, rather die doing a selfie <laughs> over the Grand Canyon or by an alligator? <laughs> but maybe he chose to go out, like you know, you take an elixir because I got cancer and I'm. I want to take yeah, myself out. I Man, I just you don't know? want to be like you know. How would you rather suicide? <laughs> well, that's let's just gr- say that's very let's grave. Just Say you have a terminal illness; you are not going to. Well, I live in, in death with dignity. Gonna gonna, I'm going to get take it fucking- well, we ain't got that on the table right now? <laughs> <laughs> All we got okay. is alligator or jump. You to know, your death. no, a I head, don't think I can do head, head, head that. I don't think I can do that Plant. I want to replace right. it with de- taking a selfie. Okay. Taking a selfie off the crank. So you're taking a selfie. That one's shocking. Uh, like, I uh, I think I'd rather take control of myself and just just jump. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you I know, know it's the same thing as you taking an elixir, but it's a free, free fall. Uh, <laughs> you know? I don't I, know. I think I'm still going to stick with my sleeping and the mower. I'm gonna stick with that one, yeah, because that's the one where I don't have. But so what to if you wake up <laughs> in the middle of the the chopping? Yeah, or right after the chopping, because so like you you wake up and then you're laying there bleeding out. I think if you wake up from something like you wake up and you know how people always say if I was robbed or I was raped late at night mm-hmm. and I woke up and I'm dazed, like I don't know like what's you happening until so you would just until die it's already and bleed like ugh. Yeah. I don't think they're like ah, I'm getting chopped up i don't think that's how it would be it would just be like what the and then by that time you're i don't know you know i don't know i think i, I, think, I, I think i i think i'm sticking with the alligator that's a rough one i, I mean think yeah i think i'm sticking with the rough. alligator yeah all, all right, right let's go to rapid fire to on that note <laughs> Fuego <rápido. laughs> all right uh you ready yeah, I'm ready. Go for uh, it. Terrorism charge against SUV driver in suburban Chicago mall. I s- I heard about this story. Just like a brief little thing about it mm-hmm. the other day on the uh, news. So the, the dude news. is charged with terrorism. And his last name, I believe, is a Latino-sounding la- <laughs> last name. So how is it that this Garcia, guy Javier Garcia. is automatically charged as a terrorist? <laughs> Yet we have multiple examples of white males, mass especially killing. the Coast Guard did. The cat this Coast had Guard had a list well, of people. And let's just okay, so let's put him aside cuz he didn't actually kill anybody. Mm-hmm. But we've had white male men con- conducting mass shootings mm-hmm. and they hesitate to call them terrorists. Yeah. But Garcia drives down through the mall, hitting people, and he's a terrorist. And I, it doesn't actually say that he hit anybody. Oh, no really? one, no one was struck by the vehicle. People were moving out of the way. He was just hitting, you know. So pillars. we don't even know what his intent was. They have, they don't know what he his just motive is. Drove through the mall, crazy, and all of a sudden he's a terrorist. He's a terrorist. Being charged as a terrorist. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what yeah. I'm talking about. This is what we're talking about. At yes. we it. What are we bringing to the table? Yeah. Ah, bullshit. Yeah.
1: Charged bullshit. with terrorism.
0: Ah. Bull fucking shit. Yeah. Uh lot, 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 lot. I don't even. I don't even know. I. I. Oh, yeah. no, is this? Yeah. It's crickets because I'm. Please. Yeah. Bitch, please. Like, what? What? Yeah, bitch, please. I had to I had to bring that cuz I was like, oh yeah, no. So, no. this story, I was going to do it as a story, but um I find it interesting. Um NPR, California Governor signs bill allowing college athletes to profit from endorsements. Yeah. I actually big. they had this it on big. OPB. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I I heard it on on that channel mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the way that they were explaining it was these colleges are making millions, millions. of dollars millions. off the likeness. Yes. And these uh,
1: yes. students
0: are getting yes. zip, zip, zip. They They're- can't even take their jersey and sell it. Yeah. Yeah. For. Or, and they're yeah. starving, they're mm-hmm. hungry students. And yeah. what do we know? They're eating top Ramen. Exactly. While yep. these colleges are making millions yep. off millions. their likeness. Billions, really. Yeah. Billions. Yeah. yeah. They're this is a cash cow for them. Absolutely. Do you know the the, the coaches of most of the top division one football teams make millions oh, of yeah. dollars in their yeah. contract and they are public employees. So for example, University of Oregon. Coach uh-huh. is a public employee. So he's getting PERS. He will get PERS once he finishes his job as a public employee. And uh-huh. and we wonder why the PERS system is getting drained. Right. And how come college is still so expensive? Right. You're making millions exactly. yeah. off of your athletic programs. Yep. And yet college is in not reachable yeah. for a lot of... And, and these students here have to be extremely careful with... Where they're getting money. They Everything can't accept gifts Yeah, can't accept gifts. Can't gets, get a, can't accept, a car. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Yeah, They are like Anything. any other student yeah. starving. Exactly. Especially if they come from a family that is which in poverty. Many of them come from lower-income income. homes because it's their way out. That's right. Many of which are kids of color. Yep. Let's just call let's, it out. Yeah. You know. um, and then forget about if they get injured. Right some of them lose their scholarship. Right. So cuz the argument is always like, well, they're getting a top-notch education at a top-rated school. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes, and as soon as they're fucking injured and can't play anymore, there goes their scholarship. Right. No more education. Right. But what does that have to do with how many millions you're I, making? It doesn't. They've it, paid, doesn't. They've it doesn't. They've paid their college through their likeness uh, three, four, yeah, or five 4, exactly. 5 times, yes. you know what you're making exactly. because you know you're exploiting yeah. them. Yeah, and let me tell you, man, they, when, so, um, I have a friend whose son is a junior mm-hmm. in high school, one of the top, I think he's the top rated uh, linebacker in, mm-hmm. in the country right now, mm-hmm. inside linebacker. I mean, he's an amazing athlete, yeah. right? So, he's gotten 11 recruitment letters already from top D1 Wow, schools. yeah. Like, they are, and what they do to get him, oh my God, they, they. They tour, they take you to the school, you do a whole photo shoot with the um, uniform on and then on game days, they'll send him like these little digital things with um, his name, like say from the U of O, like good luck, da, da, da. I don't want to say his name because, you know, I mean, you know, I don't want to put his business out there, but I mean, I'm just amazed by it and also noticing this is how they groom athletes. And they're not become, getting a and he damn won't get nickel. Anything from that? I mean, he, they're not using that to sell themselves. No, not once, until until he signs. Time, yeah, once he signs and he becomes their top and recruit, not a damn nickel. Yeah, and then he's unless making, he goes and signs in California. Yeah, I think they which should. that might. I mean, uh, how many how many kids are going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to California now. Yeah. So all these UCLA, USC, yeah. Stanford. All these top rounds. schools. I would. Yeah. Because I'm like, no so way. At least I get something. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. but so what they're saying is that these, uh, you know, the college leagues are, are going to be like, okay, well, California, sorry, you're out of our, you're out of the oh, league. Like the, yeah. The, uh, they're going to protest it. No. And they're like, dude, you're going to make, you're no. going to lose money as well. So yeah. it's a, it's a really like, I it's just, really about greed. Yes. And absolutely. To exploit Absolutely. exploitation, right? And I, I just think they have to figure out something. Yeah, they. I'm have like, to you figure know what? Something. Whether if you're not say- making, if the college isn't making money off right. of these folks, then okay, that's fine. Then you can but have they're that. Making but billions of dollars, because right. not only that, the studies have shown that when a, for example, when a football team is doing really well, yeah, it, it actually increases uh, enrollment to the college itself for just like regular students, right? right. So then they're bringing in more money that way. Right. So they're making money off of these, mainly the football players. Yeah. Like that's the highest, thing. yeah. you know, but there's other, you know, sports, basketball Football is the cash cow yeah. of all of it. Yeah. And I just think that something has to happen because whether that's, uh depending on like the revenue that's brought in, you get a percentage, you get a stipend that upon yeah. graduation you will receive this amount of money. Yeah. Or you get an extra stipend for food and housing during yeah. your time there. And then at the end you get like, you know, the rest of like a trust yeah. or something, right? Yeah. Like I'm not saying that they should make millions of dollars doing yeah. it. Right. I- I'm like if but, they're generating millions of dollars, they should see a, a cut of it. Yeah. I mean I think they should get they yeah. should there should be some sort of equation that they can do yeah. to where these kids that are being, are they afraid that it's going to be now, Hey, we over here in Alabama can pay you more than yeah, over here in California. Is It's going to be a competition. A, just like, you know, the, just what they're doing the playoffs, now. Right. But they're doing it now. But the problem is also in football mm-hmm. is, so there is a rule in regards to when you can uh, declare for the draft. Right. So in in basketball, although I think basketball ended up changing theirs, um, because it with the NBA, you could go and declare when you were what are you doing? Grabbing my charger. Oh <laughs> um, crickets. Um in the NBA you could you could go declare yourself for the draft after high school. I mean LeBron James, yeah, yeah. Kobe Bryant. Although I think that they've changed that, that now you have to do a certain number of years in college. The football has always been, you had to play a certain number of years in college before you could go into the NFL draft. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is football is so brutal. You have kids beating up their body for free in the NCAA and with a very, 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 very tiny percentage of chance of even getting to the NFL. Right. So you have these kids putting their bodies on the line, getting beat up, getting major injuries, mm-hmm. lifelong injuries, suffering from the results of football. Which yeah. I mean, I know that that's you know that's a whole nother issue of should people even play football because yeah. of you know, but they are injury, that's the reality, you know? right? Exactly. So they absolutely should get something right. And let's just say absolutely that get they break a bone and they can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know again it's like you made millions off of them exactly. and they're just gonna make right. uh, heaven forbid they just didn't get a degree in psychology. oh a lot of them end up <laughs> losing their scholarship yeah. and end up back in the 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 community where they came from right. which was poor and, and with no a health convenience insurance, store no health insurance yeah to to deal with all the repercussions from their injuries yeah career ending yeah. injury and with nothing yeah right no, i think they yeah. should get something yeah if yeah if, can, that's like another thing of slavery. Like really? It's like slavery. Well, I mean that you know? there is the liking of that's been talked about. What? It's yeah, you about. making money off of well, and the, the, back the, of the people fact that, that, that the zipped. NCAA was the downfall fall of historical black universities. Mm-hmm. So previously before the civil rights movement, blacks weren't allowed to play football at mm-hmm. major colleges other than historical black Universities. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden they decide to integrate. And so instead of giving money to the historically black universities to build their programs up, they just stole their good players, mm-hmm. which then dropped attendance, which then dropped people from watching, which destroyed a lot of the HBU's uh, football programs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and who got rich off of that. Right. <laughs> and it's the same. Concept. So the systematic oppression. Yeah. That has contributed to this so and the same concept of uh we hold you hostage on mm -hmm. this plantation and you're going to have to buy from the company store exactly which keeps you in debt be happy that we're giving you right you know a place to live exactly a education a Mm top-notch education so be happy with that which even that so even the education piece of it Mm -hmm. a lot of times guys or girls going into a program Um, as an athlete Mm -hmm. may have an idea of how and what they want to study. But if that, that class schedule interferes with their training and their practices and their, all the stuff that requires them to be a student, student athlete, Mm -hmm. they have to modify their schedule. So some of them end up having to change their desired major because it doesn't fit in with the schedule of the athlete, athlete. of the athletic athletic department. Yeah. (gasps) yeah. Well, I'm sure that didn't I mean, to, it's, it's to Olivia Jade, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I say pay them. Uh, I say figure out them. to pay everyone, figure out something. because Don't be exploiting people. Yeah. yeah don't be exploiting. It's exploitation. Yeah. All right. Sure. What you got next? Oh, this one. We're getting into these rapid uh, fires. No. This one comes from the Daily Mail. Okay. Uh, married high school teacher, 50. Had sex with 14 year old boy at her home, in hotels, and in her car, and sent him 6,000 texts over four months. Sexual predator. That's sexual 6, predator. 6,000 texts over four 50 some years old, and yeah. he's 14. Yeah. You nasty bastard. <laughs> nasty bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. The Disgusting. See, you said it before. We don't talk about the female nope. Sex- nope. sexual predator. And, and you and know, and a lot of people is. are like, that's what she hey, is. dude, you're 14. Woohoo. Yeah. No, that's rape. Yeah, that's, that's fucking rape. That's for sure. That is rape. Disgusting. Rape. Rape. Disgusting. Oh. So hopefully she goes to jail. Yeah. For life. Or is declared a a pedophile like a prolific registered sex offender she should have yeah. to register yeah uh, just like a male would yeah. she took advantage and th- and you know and it here's ugh. here's the picture of the lady yeah. like oh, yeah. come on like she looking hard <laughs> bro, bro yeah. hard well ugh. yeah can you Girl. imagine ugh. can you imagine like really like 14-year-old yeah. kid? What about a 14-year-old right? are you attracted exactly. to? Exactly. Period. You pedophile. You're yeah. a pedophile. Disgusting. You're a pedophile. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me see if I squeeze this in before the end of our time here. Um, this comes from Crime Online. Oh. Sent to me by my mom cuz she uh-huh. knows we love fucking Florida stories. <laughs> Portable toilet explodes with Florida woman inside <laughs> killing her instantly. <gasps> Police say she's un Recognizable. How da- did Prinkets. somebody put a <laughs> Did somebody put a bomb? No, they haven't figured it out yet. A bomb? A- Dropped a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> a new meeting, say so I'm going to go blow up this bathroom. <gasps> it's a portable toilet. So, like a porta potty, like a honey bucket. So now we got to be concerned about honey buckets exploding well, on us. I like, you know they get pretty methane when they ain't been clean, but not come and on. We would she, be hearing explosions all know, over the place. They don't know whether she had something that she was with her that, you know, maybe was intentional. I mean, I, I maybe I, she was a I, suicide bomber and it, you know, wanted, pulled the plug as she was pulling down her she was They're doing drugs and lit up and the methane gas, you know, uh, I mean, think about Florida it gets pretty fucking hot, and you know, and if that toilet hadn't been clean because it was like on a, a construction or like outside a yeah. home getting redone, but they do have vents. Well, but if you something know? was co- covered somebody... or oh, wow. boom, man. and unrecognizable, so they don't even know who she is. No, they're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> wow, could've nobody been a houseless nobody person could have been. Wow! Nobody is saying she's missing. Yeah, I mean the the I think the last thing there was an update by the um, uh, the the human remains contained. Detectives believe the this the, the dead person was a white female. Um, have not received any missing persons report. Um, yeah, <laughs> so they're wow. trying to figure out, still figure out who she is. Whoa! Well. You know, well, I won't be using port. I don't use porta potties anymore. Only, I only avoid them as, as the last yeah, means. Of oh, yeah, I gotta go. Even when we're out there in disco, that's- I'm holding it. I know. I'm reducing my water intake, although that's when we should be. But yeah, no, I am not going to the porta potties. No. Well, should we wrap it up here? We got. Yeah. All let's right. Let's wrap it up. We've come to the end of, well, not end of the stories. I still got some stories. I could go The longer, end of today's episode. Yeah. yeah. But we'll be back next week. Next week. For mm. some more stories. Crazy stories. Crazy stories. And Because the crazy never, never and the Crazy never sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you went ahead of me. Whatever. Yeah. You, you went way I ahead. I'm trying to rush because we're about to run out of time here. I don't want All to right. cut us off. All, All right. right. Until next time. Nos vemos. Nos vemos. Daisy? Daisy? What's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?